With KSOM, KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. Three people are arrested after a car chase. It started in Omaha and ended in Council Bluffs. Police say they responded to a shooting report near 48th and Chicago on Tuesday night where they started chasing a car believed to have been involved in a drive-by. Police say the suspects drove into Iowa but eventually stopped, ran from the car, and were arrested. Police say all three suspects are facing charges in Iowa and could face charges in Nebraska. Iowa State climatologist Justin Glisson says November was generally a quiet month across the state. He says temperatures were right at average for the month. When we talk about average temperature, it's the daytime high, the overnight low, add them together and divide by two. Uh, so the average temperature for November is about 37 degrees, and we, we hit it almost on the mark. Glisson says the month of November showed above average precipitation across the state. We typically uh, expect about 1.8 inches of precipitation, so liquid equivalent of snowfall and then rain. We were about uh, a little over two inches, so uh, slightly wetter conditions after a pretty dry fall uh, and a pretty dry October, 15th driest October on record. So overall, as I mentioned, we had the first uh, uh, widespread snowfall across the state, but generally quiet conditions. Listen, says southwest Iowa, especially along Iowa and Nebraska border, received slightly cooler than average temperatures. As far as precipitation? If you take uh, basically a line from Fremont County uh, northeast, everywhere south of that line had above average precipitation for the state, and then everywhere north of that line had below average precipitation. So the southwest corners uh, basically um, split the uprights in terms of above average and below average uh, precipitation. Listen to Southwest Isles in Climate Division 7. He says this state quadrant received about 75% of the average precipitation for November. Top Iowa Democrats in Washington, D.C. today pitching the Democratic National Committee to keep Iowa caucuses first in the nation. So what if they don't? Iowans should be alarmed and shocked that this is happening from both parties. And the Republicans do support the Democrats in this one issue. It would be devastating to Iowa, but it would be devastating also to the Democratic Party if we lose first in the nation caucuses. And in my opinion, we should hold them anyway. Iowa Democrat Michael Fitzgerald, the longest-serving state treasurer in U.S. history. And Republicans are keeping the Iowa caucuses first in the nation for their party. Iowa Republican Secretary of State Paul Pate says there are good reasons Democrats should also keep Iowa first. We do it a little differently than just having a primary. We actually vet these candidates through a process where people get to meet them up close and personal. Playing in Iowa and New Hampshire gives candidates a chance to fine-tune their messaging, to be able to do it on a more manageable level, and a more reasonable budget, too. So I think those are advantages to letting us keep our position, and I hope that they'll keep that in mind. The DNC is meeting today through Saturday and listening to pitches from more than a dozen states, including Iowa. Iowa educators who teach about agriculture can apply for grants to help expand their projects. The Iowa Agricultural Literacy Foundation is offering teachers $250 grants that can be used for classroom resources, guest speakers, field trips, and other projects. Up to 180 grants will be issued across Iowa. The deadline for applying is January 9, 2023. The Iowa Department of Natural Resources is looking for volunteers to host campgrounds at state parks. The hosts will live at the state parks for the months of April through October, working 20 to 30 hours per week. Volunteers will help provide park information to campers, take care of the site, perform light administrative tasks, and more. Holly Weston takes over the reins as the 
Farmers Electric Cooperative Incorporated new Chief Executive Officer General Manager. Prior to joining the Farmers Co-op, Holly worked as a supervisor team lead and customer service representative for Wells Fargo. Her experience in the industry started in 2009 as a billing clerk and customer service, then director of member services and communications, and most recently as assistant manager. I really like the cooperative world. I like the business model. I love the people that work here. So it just made sense for me. According to the press release from the Farmers Electric Cooperative Incorporated, Weston has worked all departments at the cooperative and has a great working relationship with all the employees. The board of directors is pleased to promote from within the current workforce someone familiar with the co-op's current employees, members, power supplier, and strategic direction. At the cooperative, we have many opportunities to go through different training, whether it's through the statewide or the national rural electric cooperative. And she says the members' safety are always top of mind in that will remain the same. You no, know, our guys work in not so good conditions in um, all hours of the day and just making sure that um, they're safe and have the gear and equipment that they need to do their job is, you know, always the number one priority. Holly has a bachelor's degree in communications from Kaplan University and since joining the co-op, she's actively pursued education and training opportunities through the National Rural Electric Cooperative Association, successfully completing the Certified Key Account Executive Program, the Management Internship Program, and the Cooperative Career Essentials Program. Holly is married to Cliff, and they reside in Greenfield with her daughter, Maddie. I'm staring at the ceiling. Well, I'm an idiot. Maddie Poppy is coming home for a Christmas tour. She says it's an Iowa-only tour after going nationwide last year. The season 16 winner of American Idol is performing... Tomorrow on debut, Saturday in Northwood and Sunday in Cedar Rapids. Uh, Poppy also performs next Sunday in Davenport. I'm Tom Robinson. Have a great afternoon.